D. Yo. Do you get excited about the schedule? I mean, like, do you, you uh, get just all geeked up like the rest of the world? Um, I don't play. <laughs> just saying. You take that how you want to take it. Neither do I. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, so the schedule has come out. We'll we'll dive into that. Um, it's become like this spectacle, you know, and, and people uh, get all into it. They get all ramped up, uh, mm-hmm. which is very funny to me for a couple of reasons. I'll explain uh, in just a little bit. Um, also, rookie mini camp is underway. Um, so getting a chance to see uh, the, the the rooks uh, in the colors for the first time. Um, there's some video that's been coming out uh, of the yay area, so we'll take uh, we'll take a look, and get some thoughts of that. Also, um, talking corners, I think you may know a little bit about corners, Ed. Um, so we'll talk we'll talk that as well. Uh, something very interesting uh, just came across, uh, throughout, throughout the last couple of days. So we'll get into that as well. Um, we always want to remind you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a subscription button or a like button on your subscri- subscription service, sub- subscription service. Uh-huh. There we go. All right. Yeah, that there one, is. that's the one. Uh, if there's a like button there, go ahead, hit that like button. Um, also feel free to hit us up on, on social media. I'm at our Haylock on Twitter, he's at underscore Eric Davis underscore, and on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump and Run. Um, as always, we are presented by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Uh, he is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. So, um, schedule is out, right? People get all uh-huh, kicked up uh-huh. about the schedule. It, it's it's funny to me, uh, for one, because, um, actually, I got one, one of my boys hit me up like, "Hey, I, I'm gonna go to a game this year. Which game should I go to?" And, I, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> like, uh, but it really is kind of hard to to decipher at this point. I mean, one thing we know, I mean, an NFL game is an NFL game, right? And so. Um, yeah, exactly. You can, you can. It, it's hard to to go wrong. Uh, you know, if if you're if you're going to go to an NFL game. Um, but the thing that that's interesting to me is, you already know the teams on the schedule. You already know, uh, the teams that you're going to play at home. You already know the teams that mm-hmm. you're going to play away. Um, it's just a matter of like, we like when, you know, and and, and what time. Um, yeah, but but yeah. it's it's I mean I guess it's a credit to the NFL that they've made this like such a large spectacle that like I mean you have like um, well, you know, three hour shows and all this other stuff. Uh, well, they know how to, they know how to get you. Yeah, they know how to get you. Yeah. You know, so and the thing about the schedule, the only thing you care about is the player because you all you always know. Okay, I know who's in my division. Um, I know who the good teams are, so I know where I finish. So I know where I finish in my division. So we were always at the top of the division. So we're going to play the other people at the top of their division. So we know what's going to happen in the NFC. Now in the AFC, I know who you know, and then you you know who I played. Did I play the AFC East last last year? Now that means I'm going to play the AFC um, North now, or the you know whatever the rotation is. So you kind of know. The only thing you care about 
is when I know I'm playing one of those central teams, the, the central states, the central um, United States, do I like, okay, I know I got Green Bay. Um, are, is it home or away? Okay, if it's away, win. That's all you care about. Do I play them in <laughs> because playing, playing Green, playing in Green Bay or Cincinnati or um, Washington or New York or Philly, all those type things. If you have those games away, you would prefer to play them in the beginning of the season as opposed to December. That's all that really matters. Like, do I have to go play in that cold weather if I'm a warm weather team? Other than that, you know, I mean, you got to play them all, man. You know, you got to play them all. And, and it's, it, it, that's, that's really the part of it. But, you know, it's become this big spectacle, as you said. You, you know, I, I've told you before, the NFL reads Twitter. They pay attention to what's being said. They want, you know, it's, it's entertainment. It's a television show. So they want to try to stay, um, you know, keep up with the pulse of the fans. So they are so reactionary. But, man, it, like I said, we already knew who they were playing. Yeah, we we knew uh, who, who they were playing. We knew we yeah, knew it was so, the, the the AFC South was going to be uh, amongst the divisions. Um, mm-hmm. one thing that you and I talked about, and I'm not sure if we ever mentioned this on the pod, but now is the goodest time as any. Um, Niners obviously the 2020 season was a rough one, right? And so you know you finished. Yeah, it was. You you finished last in the division, mm-hmm. and but with that comes an opportunity with a healthy squad the following year. To have that fourth place schedule as 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 it's mm-hmm. as it's called, um, mm-hmm. I don't think we got into. I don't think we've gotten into that here on the pod. I know that that's probably been some after some pot some pod after the pod type discussions. Yeah. But um, in terms of that, like like how how do you see that sort of playing out uh, for this team? In they have to take advantage of it. Yeah. yeah, they have to take advantage of it. This is not a fourth place team. This is not a fourth place roster. Right? Let me put it that way. You are a fourth place team because you finish in fourth place, but you're not a fourth place roster. And when you're not, you do. Yes, there's no such thing as an easy NFL game. No, there, there's no such thing as that. But you but you do understand that some teams are built um, to outperform others in crucial situations and that and the Niners have one of those type teams everyone coming back you look at the additions that they made and there are teams on this roster that you're that you're going against uh I mean you're like okay going to Cincinnati uh not easy but you still have a very young quarterback you still have a lot of young pieces there coaching and everything else you should you should you that's a game you should win Jaguars that's a game you should win the Bears, that's a game, you you know, even having to go there on the road, that's a game you should win. So you start to look at those teams because of that schedule that you're playing. You're, you're just built better. So some of these games uh, going up and down, this Ross, Chicago, that's that's a game you're supposed to win. So so you start to look at the numbers and just really doing simple math and like, okay, defend home. I'm looking at these road guys. I always say you win your home games and go 500 on the road. You're in the playoffs every year. Yeah, and that's and and that's how this this situation is right now. Um, you know your toughest your toughest game. You're in the toughest division, so you fight through that. You you have no choice. But the other ones, yeah, it, it you you take advantage of it, and you do one of those things that they you know you go you go play the Lions. All all of these type things. You look at where you're going because of that fourth place schedule. The Niners. 
you you know I, I don't know the pod before the pod the pod after the pod right here on the pod that this team this is a playoff team this team should be in the playoffs will be in the playoffs and will be playing um it, there is no way this shouldn't be a deep run at a championship this year there's no way it shouldn't happen yeah scheduled to make four appearances on Sunday night football uh week three against the Packers week seven against the Colts uh you got week 13 at Seattle the the Colts yeah that'll be a tough game good defense yeah yeah the Colts um, are a good squad the Colts are a good squad they they, and, uh, they are, and, they are. And, yeah there's a good team and and um and and I believe Wentz is going to play well there um, I don't think Wentz, I don't think Wentz is broken like most people do I don't think he's broken uh, that's that's th- three games on Sunday night football. One game on Monday night football, which is the home game against the Rams, week ten, and then Thursday night football, uh, week sixteen at Tennessee. Um, so that'll be two days before Christmas. They're gonna have to tackle the beast that is Derrick Henry. But you talked about it. Um, a AFC AFC South, NFC North. Um, so those those games that you have to play away against. Uh, the North, you go at the Lions week one, which is indoors, mm-hmm. so that 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 uh-huh. didn't do much for you. And, and, and then the, and it's, the and Bears, it's the Lions. yeah, okay. and it's the Lions, and then you got the Bears and, uh, week eight um, uh-huh. well, in, that one in Chicago. Possibly, That's a ho- Halloween game, so that could yeah, be that one could possibly be cold, but you it, it's still it's also the Bears. It's uh-huh. also the Bears, and as much as everybody loves Justin Fields, like all the Niners fans, I know how you all feel about Fields if he's quarterbacking. Good luck, Fields. He, he, I, I don't care. Like I said before, rookie quarterback, you reset and everything. I mean, you don't plan on winning a championship with a rookie quarterback. So, yeah, I, I like him a lot. But if he's starting for them, good luck. And chances good, are likely that he will start, right? Because that their job probably mm-hmm. more or less depends on it. In terms yeah, and of chances, yeah. Pace yeah, were, and, yeah mm-hmm. so – in, in, term, in terms of head coaching and and uh, and and GM there, in terms of Pace and Nagy, their, their their job more or less depends on it, right? So they they need him to play and they need him to play well. Um, they assi- need him to play play well, yeah. And they're hoping he can play early. And um, I'm just saying that it, you know they're dependent on him playing. I'm dependent on that being a win. <laughs> it's, a, it's a rookie quarterback, and that should be a win. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Niners are going to see the Packers once again. That's week three. That's actually the home opener. It's becoming sort of like a, a yearly thing, it seems, right, um, that the Niners and, and Packers uh, mm-hmm. are playing here in the regular season, um, which is I interesting. I don't like the Packers. Yeah, I don't like the Packers, man. I never liked the Packers. I didn't like them when I played. I don't like them now. I just don't like And And it's probably – it all boils back to when I paid. Played. I'm petty that way. You know that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, um, uh, it's some, some things you just don't forget, right? I mean, <laughs> so – uh, can't say can't say I blame you there. When, when you, so looking at the looking at the schedule, right? At, at mm-hmm. what point do you think we see? Uh, and this is this is not this is not for play. This is not Jimmy being benched or anything along those lines. But uh, let's just say Jimmy's playing well. Um, mm-hmm. At what point do you think we see Lance? I don't think we see him if Jimmy's playing well. You what you do you do you don't foresee maybe Kyle throwing a package or so in there for him? No, no, because now you all you got to do now is muddy up the water. If you if you're gonna plan plan, if you're not gonna if he's not going to play, if Jimmy, if you are true 
to what you said, that Jimmy is your quarterback, this guy is not ready, um, that he can't compete with Jimmy because Jimmy is just, a, is just a better quarterback at this time, then you don't muddy the water. Because what happens when he hits the field? What happens if you put him out there for, for two or three plays and, and he makes two or three plays? You got to Now you got to give him four or five plays. And then you got to give him five or six plays. And then you got to give him 20 plays. He's quarterbacking now. So unless you, unless you plan on playing him, you take him out. Because now you, you create no, no head coach wants a quarterback controversy. And, no, and what, I told, what have I said? No, no organization can love two guys at the quarterback position. So if Jimmy is the guy you like, and we obviously believe that Lance is the guy you love, because of what you just did to get him and the way you pursued him, don't put him on the field until you're ready to let him go. Because once you put him out there, there's no turning back. You're going to have to play him more and more and more, which is going to now start to start to have questions creep in in your quarterback room. And do you really want to try to make a, a run at a championship with your quarterback looking over his shoulder? Uh, fair point. I mean, I, I, I think that's that's sort of what uh, Jed York alluded to. We talked about it on the pod last week a little bit. Um, so tell I, Jed he's I, smart, man. Tell Jed he's smart. He knows football. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and I, I don't dis, <laughs> I don't, I don't discredit that. Uh, for whatever reason, but um, we've seen it before in, in, in other organizations. We've seen other other teams. You know, they they get the guy in there to run a package or two or whatnot, but. Um, I think it's just as you said. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, Philadelphia is a prime example, right? I mean, they put Hurts in the there 49ers. To, to run the a 49ers. couple. Of... Yeah, think about it. Think about it. not to cut you off right there, but you saw. But so there you go. You have you have the the Philadelphia Eagles drafted a guy at the top of the draft, number two in the draft, and then you muddy the water in that quarterback room, and you bring in this other guy to see what he can do for a couple of plays, and then all of a sudden it becomes the thing. You end up with a quarterback that's disgruntled, and you you end up getting that guy out of there. And Wentz is better than Hurt. He's better than him. He's a better, he's a better quarterback, NFL quarterback. And, and, yeah, from, and from a fan perspective, right, there's there's no one more popular than the backup quarterback, right? Than the backup so, quarterback. Yeah. So, so the 49ers, you know, they, they, they brought him in, and, and Colin Kaepernick was the guy. That that's the guy that Jim Harbaugh wanted on the field, not not um, Alex Smith. He wanted Jim Harbaugh. Um, Jim Harbaugh wanted Colin Kaepernick on the field. So you start with a little bit of a package, and you start giving him more and more and more. And because you have been doing that, when Alex got hit and hurt that at that moment and got knocked out, he's Wally Pipp now because yeah. you had already started doing it. If you haven't been, hadn't been playing him, he would have come back in the game. Now, Cap would have come in during those during that time. He was the backup quarterback, so he would have had to play, but you would have thrown Alex back out there. But when you start bringing a guy in for two plays here, four plays there, six plays there, you're just going to continue to increase that package. That's all that's going to happen because you're like, we're going to increase this package. No, he's just going to start running the offense. That's the increase of the package. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, 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 that, that always cracks me up. Like, we put in special plays for him. No, you didn't. You're running an offense because yeah. you're not you're not designing two offenses because the other ten guys in the huddle have to learn two offenses. So think about that. So that so 
So just think about that, people. When you when you hear coaches say stuff like, "We have this special package for this guy," no, it's the offense. It's the same offense. It's got to be because you can't you can't expect your linemen, your running backs, your wide receivers to learn two offenses. Everybody has to learn the new quote unquote package, right? Yeah. There, there so, you go. So yeah. it, it's just a, it's it's your offense, and that's all you're gonna do. You're just gonna start letting the guy. What you're saying is that we're gonna only allow him to run these plays within the offense. And then you're going to just say, running up, get out there, running offense. Here we go. And and we're, and we're going to sink or swim. Because remember, you don't win a job or lose a job. Opportunities, given and taken. So at some point, you're just going to have to decide it's go time. There is no rhyme or reason to it. No guy has, the guy doesn't have to do anything incorrectly. Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo can be playing well, and they just say it's go time. Yes, that could that could easily happen. Jimmy Garoppolo could be playing horribly, and they say, "Keep keep plugging away, bro. Keep swinging, because we're not ready to put this guy out there. We don't think it's the right time." And that's that's just the way it works. It has it has nothing to do with anything other than when they decide to put him on the field, because we all know he's going to play eventually. Now we don't know if it's if it's week. I, well, I I, I it's not going to be week one. I keep getting asked that. It won't be week one. But it, it could be it could be I'll just it could be week two. It could be two years. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Um couple other other uh schedule related things before we move on. Um seventy fifth yeah. anniversary obviously of of uh of the forty ers and so that's gonna be a big uh part this season. Also, um the bye. Uh well, first of all, the regular season ends in January now because they, the season is extended. They added that extra mm-hmm. game, right? So, uh, Wait a minute. Last... Do, do they have a? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. One question: Do they have a game in London this year? No game, no game in London. I haven't seen okay. a game in London. Uh-huh. Okay, I haven't looked. I haven't even looked at that yet because I know that's what you know. We had this discussion. That's what's going to happen. I knew it was going to 17. I don't think it's going to go to 18. It po- it could possibly go to 18, but. I don't think it's going to go to 18. I think they're going to be happy with 17 because they're going to make every team play one game in London. London's going to get a full season. That's what I think is going to happen. And every every team is going to play one game over there. Um, so that'll be – so you'll have your your eight. It, it screws up everything. It screws up everything if you have um, – with this 17 game because you got you got to keep your home and away games even. Yeah. So Lon- London makes it even. It makes it. It makes everyone get there. Eight at home, eight on the road, and then you everybody goes. And then to London. everybody goes to London. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, that's just my theory. Um, so they finished. So they finished the the, the they finished the 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 regular season. Um, in January, uh, that'd be a game against the Rams in L.A. Um, which mm-hmm. is interesting. And then, um, the bye week is week six. Yeah. Uh, so they play. Oh, okay. they, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep cutting you off. One thing that I noticed that, that they haven't done in a long time, the league had really done something that I liked where they had all the teams playing there. As you get near the end of the season, you know, the last four or five weeks, it was division games to where, you, you know, where, where, where you got all the rivalries within your division and, and, and the intensity of those games. Cause you think about the last few years where, where the Niners in Seattle was playing, you know, or that last game in 2019 where the Niners in Seattle were playing for, for, for a all the marbles, spot, right? for yeah. home field advantage, yeah. all of these things. It was, like, it was like a playoff atmosphere then. That's gone now. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the, they, the, they, the last month of the season, the only the only um, division game they play is the Rams. The last game. Yeah, and that's the that's the last, and that's that is the last game of the season. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Against against the Rams. Uh, yeah, because every everything. Yeah, week they go week thirteen at Seattle, and they don't play another division game until week eighteen um, mm-hmm. at the Rams. Uh, so that's that's pretty interesting. Um, I, I mean, I sort of like the. I'm kind of with you. Like, I think that last, the the bulk of that last part of the schedule should be games within the divi- division, right? Like, you're playing meaning meaningful football at that point. Um, and, and I mean, who knows what's to be decided uh, at that point? But, um, so I'm kind of with you from that standpoint. Uh. They play three of their first five on the road before the bye in week six. Any mm-hmm. any issues with the bye there at week six? I don't. You know, I don't care about you. You know, yeah, me. You, I don't care. You never. You even even with this extended extended schedule. I mean, it's all. It, I know it's it's just a week, but that's that's a big thing for a lot of these players that they'll say it's it's not. Like, what have I told you before? Everybody plays seventeen games. There, somebody plays that many games every year. You don't go to play. You can't. You can't go to the playoffs and not play 17 games. You can't I, I, Tom Brady played 17 games 19 times. Okay? The, the Patriots it, as a team because it's like okay, he's a quarterback. Well, the rest of the team every single year they play 17, 18, most of the time 19 games. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so so it, it so you can't you so people need to stop crying about that. That's not a thing. It's it's not a thing that it's impossible to do to play that way. It's it's just simply not because it's already been proven. When you when you have when you have a team that does it year in and year out. I mean Tom Brady did it fifteen years straight. The Patriots did it fifteen years straight as an organization. And they seem to be okay. So so yeah, so, so that's what I'm saying. That's that's not a that's not a big deal. And so with the bye week um, I'm not concerned. I, I'm, you know, I'm never concerned about when the bye week is. What I do um, look at is that, like I said, these are games because you're starting off. Your first two games are on the road. Then you have Green Bay and Seattle. Um, don't slip up. Don't slip up because you could easily, easily, that 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 can easily be a um, that you could easily go into the the um, bye week five and zero, oh, or um, or one and four. Yeah, Either. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because uh, because at the end of no matter what, and we saw it last year, um, the first game of the season. I don't care who you're playing; it's going to be a tough game. It's tough to go on the road the first game because this team has has had the entire season to prepare for you, the entire off season to prepare to win that game. So it's going to be. And, and I think we can safely say that last year, first game of the season, the Niners were out coached. I think they did. They were flat out out coached, outperformed across the board. Yeah, I mean, um, so many people thought that was just going to be a win, right? And it it, it turned yeah. out being like, whoa, what happened? And then little did we know that was sort of a prequel to what the rest of the year was going to look like, sort of, so yeah. to speak. So, yeah. So the Lions and the Eagles, both of those, I'm looking at that on paper. Those should be wins, but those are also road games. And if you get off into an 0 and 2 start, now you come back home to Green Bay, um, and that's a team that's always that's a rivalry game. It has become a rivalry game. It's definitely a rival a rivalry game for that organization. 
is like Arizona. They they want to beat the Niners. It's yeah. important to them to beat the Niners. So you can easily, you can like I say, you can that should be two and zero, oh, but you could easily be coming home zero oh and two and walking away from the Green Bay game zero oh and three. That could happen. So um, it's it's tricky because you got your first two on the road. But if you take care of those first two, I think they'll be off to easily um, four and one. Five, you know, four and one, maybe five and zero oh at the at the um, at that buy. So then, then that makes it a great time. <laughs> yeah, uh, and but it we 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 saw it um we saw it in in, in nineteen they they started with two on the road and they came back home two and zero oh. and so uh that ended up leading to what was a pretty good year uh for the Niners. So we we shall see. Um, in terms of uh, rookie minicamp. Um, wh- what are we really looking for here, right? I mean, there's video coming out. People are getting excited. Oh, this guy made this play, this, that, and the <laughs> other. Um, but, I mean, they're, they're, they're also playing against other rookies, right? I mean, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, how, mu- how much do we make of that? Um, well, they're all in their pajamas. They're all just learning. And um, no one has ever, on in the history of of the planet and the game, no one has ever made the team doing rookie minicamp. What you what you want to see personally, what I'm going to look at in a rookie minicamp, and even as a player, you realize it. Guys flash, and guys are going to make plays, and some plays might be brilliant plays. And you want to see if a guy can flash, and if he's going to do things like that. And some dudes, they they consistently start flashing, and you're like, okay, he can play. More importantly, what's going to stand out is who can't play. Yeah, because you can't make the, you can't make the team in minicamp. You can get cut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you you can find out who's kicked. You know, you've heard me say it. Look like coffee, smell like coffee. But, <laughs> but some cats are caffeine free, man, and you can tell who's <laughs> caffeinated. That's what you're looking for in minicamp. You're looking to see did we make a mistake somewhere? Um, this, this, this person that we're giving an opportunity to, can he actually do the job? Like who's, who's the Tim Tebow on my roster? We're going to give this guy a chance because we like him and we think he can do something. Does he flash at all? Is he capable of doing this or is he just camp legs? Cause you got to have those two. Um, and is there somebody else we want to give this shot to? That's what that's what you're really going to look at right now, um, because yeah, you're say these guys are playing against other rookies. Well, um, it, they're playing against other rookies. My number one, my number twos, my number threes. They should be better than the free agents, correct? You know, my number, my my number, my my number third, my third round corner should be better than this free agent corner I brought in. Yeah. If I if if I did my homework correctly, those two those two rookies, my third rounder should be better than the the street free agent that I brought in. If not, I'm we aren't doing our jobs correctly. So those are the type of things that you that you're really looking at. Making a play here and you're gonna do it because like I, I I saw the one kid in the interception that he got and that was a hell of a play. I want to see the next one. Can I see the next play? I saw t- that one. T- talking about Diamador Lenore? Yes. Um, I saw, yeah. So I, I, saw, I saw that play. That's a hell of a play. That was a hell of a pick. And, and you know, in one-on-one. Because one-on-ones really are designed for the offense anyway. It's an offensive drill. So if you make you get a pick on there, they really screwed up. That's a hell of a play that he made. 
can I see the next one? I've seen that one. I've seen it 5,000 times. I want to see play number two. Yeah. Because as I'm saying, everyone's going to flash. So that's what I'm saying. I don't get too excited about training camp and the things that you do and what's going to happen. Uh, my very first, my very first practice at my very first mini camp as as um, a rookie, all these things, I knocked down two balls on Jerry Rice. Okay, you think Jerry's gonna stop coming at me? No, not at all. <laughs> so if, so if, that's any, what if I'm anything, saying. he's gonna go harder. So there we go. So that's what I'm saying. It, it's it's like you can make a play. Everyone's gonna make a play because everyone's good. Can you keep flashing? Can you keep handling? Can you keep growing as they start to throw more and more on you? Because uh, that's another thing that's going to happen. Because the rookies are going to come in and they're going to have that limited package that we were talking about. Then the vets are going to come in and guess what? We're going to run the playbook. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to be expected to get up to speed and start learning these things as as the other guys that are comfortable doing it. Um playing because it's going to be such a difference the pace and everything because when and let's just talk about the secondary when jason verrett gets out there when e-man gets out there when ward and all these guys step out there it's going to be such a different pace because of how familiar they are with what they're being asked to do they're, they're, they're just doing it again. They're not learning a new defense. They're not learning new techniques. So the pace and everything and the, and the receivers that you're covering, they're not trying to remember where to line up and am I two yards outside of the number and am I on the ball? Am I off the ball? Am I going in motion? Okay, which defense am I looking at? Or wait a minute, is this is this press man? Is this trail man? Wait a minute, is this a zone? Is this cover two? See, that's what, you're, that's what a rookie's lining up thinking at a wide receiver. Um, you know, B.A. and Debo are going to – they're going to hear the call and they're going to run out there and they're going to be like, okay, he's doing this. I'm going to go right there to get open. It's over. Is that easy yeah. for them? Yeah. They, so, they, already, so, rec- they so, already recognize it. So it's a difference in how the pace of the guys that are covering, how, how you're going to have to move, how the game is going to speed up. So all of these things happen. But that's – but really, like I said, what I'm looking at, I'm not looking. I, I, if a guy flashes, we'll notice him flash. I, I, but more importantly, I can. I'll find out who can't play. That's that's what I'm looking at. That's that's what that's the thing about camp. That, and 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 especially the early mini camps when you're just in pajamas. Because if you can't play in pajamas, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, because every, everybody position, everybody looks good in in pajamas. Don't get me started. Don't get at the me skill started. position. At the skill positions, everybody should look good naked. You, you're a ball player. You should all look good with your shirts off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You should be, you should be ripped up, six pack, all that good stuff with your shirt off. Everybody should look good with the shirt off. Now, now when we put now, now if you can't perform like that, when the game is just on air, I, I don't know. And there, there was a wide receiver that I, th- I think his name was Corey. I, I, I think it was Corey. It might have been Corey Flynn. I can't remember. But there was a wide receiver when I played. Um, um, yeah, I think they drafted him in the second. They may have drafted him in the second round, second or third round. He was a high draft selection. Um, they didn't even offer him a contract. Now, it was always – I don't even know if you can remember, if you even remember him. You probably don't because he never played for it. They ended up going to Dallas. They didn't, he, he, he couldn't get off the line of scrimmage in, in minicamp. 
Uh, off press he, co- press coverage. Yeah, he like he just just we just feasted on it. It was like he couldn't he. He couldn't do. He couldn't. It, it, I mean, it, every time he lined up, it was, you could hear Ted, Teddy Riley in the background. Jam. <laughs> oh, jam. I mean, it's like the music would start playing when he came out of the huddle. Do, 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 do. You, you, and it was, and he didn't even. He didn't make it out of mini camp. He had the rookie camp. Then the vets came in, and then when we went to camp, he didn't even there. And we heard that they didn't even offer him a contract. Mm. Um. Now, so the word was that they didn't have the money, and what have I always told you about money? You always find the you money find for somebody a, you yeah, want. You find a way. Yeah. Salary, salary cap is an excuse for guys you don't want. So you mean to tell me you draft somebody in the second round, but you didn't plan on signing them? So anyway, so th- so that's 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 what what I mean by you can see if a guy doesn't work in minicamp. So that's what I always take away from it. Um. You're supposed you're supposed to make plays uh, on air, uh, and the big boys you can't tell what they're what they're really going to do because they they don't get a chance to maul people. That's the you know once you get into the trenches, a, a guy may not look his best in in you know in pajamas because he may not be the dancing bear type. So he might not have feet like um, Aaron Donald and all these things, but that doesn't mean that he can't move men around once he puts pads on. Yeah. So, so, so that's different from that. But skill positions, as I see, as I said, I'm, I'm looking for guys who can't play more so than I'm looking at guys that can. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Um, so Antonio Cromartie, uh, first of all, he's coaching at Texas A&M now. I had no idea that he was doing that. Um, that is fantastic uh, for him. But mm-hmm. he he put out a tweet um the other day uh asking who was the best cornerback duo and he had a picture uh of himself and Revis back during their Jets days um some people voted for That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Some people some people voted for him and Quentin Jammer uh during during his time with the Chargers. Um and then someone else got some votes. Uh you and Prime got some votes. Uh, well, we should. Uh, yeah, as definitely, definitely as you should. Um, but before we get into that, who were who 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 were some of your favorites, excluding you? Um, um, Hanford Dixon and Minnie Phil up in Cleveland. I think they, you know, that's that's a forgotten group, but they were outstanding. In, in Marty Schottenheimer's defense. Um, the, I mean, these were man corners that did it. Um, of course, Mike Haynes, Lester Hayes. Those are the guys that actually made me want to be a corner. Okay. Mike Haynes, that's, that's, I told you about that. That's like, that's like one of the few athletes I've ever met in my life where I fanned out. I was like, it was just like, just cool. Um, to meet him because he's he was the reason I wanted to be a corner. Uh, this flawless technique, uh, I thought that was a good one. Um, let me see, let me see. Corner tandems, corner tandems. Um, well, I, you you know it was it was a different way that they did it, but uh, people forget that Ronnie and E Wright, um, when they were both at corners, that was a damn good one. And honestly, E, I've seen the film. E was better. Mm. 
E right was E right was a better corner than Run. Runny did everything that he was supposed to do. He was the first round pick, and he came in as a rookie and the seven picks and all of these things and hitting all these. Things. He was he was. We all know Runny's Runny's bow is bow. He's he's the man. E right was a better pure corner and cover man and everything than Runny before he got injured. Those first five years, they were they were that that pair right there was really good. I put Dion and myself up there with anybody because I think there's nothing that can be done that we couldn't do. Nothing. There's there's nothing that you can ask the corners to do and in, in play in any type of scheme, any type of defense, play inside, outside, on the left side, on the right side, play man, play big guys, play little guys, play fast guys, play slow guys. There is nothing that you could ask. Even in today's game, there's nothing that you can ask your corners to do that we couldn't do. You can leave us both out on an island. You could you could roll the defense one way or the other. You didn't have to worry about anything going on, and you knew you could survive the down. Um, I just wish they had let us play together longer. Uh, but I, I, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna say we're the best. Like I say all the time, I will never say there's no reason for me to say that we're the best. That's up to someone else. But I will say that we have to be in the discussion always. Yeah, I mean, what 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 was that? What was that like? I mean, every time you stepped on the field, knowing that, like, I mean, there's nothing we can't do out here. Um, it it was, it, you know what? It was normal. To, to be real, it was it was like a normal thing. It was like we went out and we worked. We didn't think that there was anything special about us. We were just like, just let's just go in and do the work. We knew we were good. So that, that, and that's what I'm saying. The, the thing about the league, I tell you all the time, it's not about being good. It's about being consistent. We knew we were good. Uh, we knew that the guys we were playing with in our secondary, we, we all knew that we were good. What we were going on was working on being consistent. So it was like every rep, let's win this rep. Let's win this play. It didn't matter if it was practice. It didn't matter if it was game day. We were trying to win every play. At practice, we were trying to outdo our offense. Because we would talk about it all the time. One of these days, we may not be playing with them. So when, when we see them across the field, we want them to know, like, yes, I've been giving you the business. You know I can give you the business. You're not going to walk out there on, looking at me on game day like I'm some easy meal. This is not great jelly and peanut butter. <laughs> You're not going to look at me like that. So it, it's like every single day you work to make certain that these dudes are uncomfortable. Uh, and, and you want them to be that. I, I remember in training camp when the wide receiver wide receiver coach came up to me one day, and, and he was like, man, you do not leave. This is like my fourth, third or fourth year. Um, this is the year in training camp where Jerry lined up. And Jerry, because I would, I would go against Jerry every snap, every opportunity I got, because I was like, that you can't get more, you can't get better work than this. Yeah. Because he was going to work like game day. It, it reached a point to where Jerry – when Jerry looked out and he saw me in line next, he let somebody else go. He didn't want to go against me anymore. Because I had <laughs> gone against him so much. And he knew. It, it, and he was like, okay, let me work on some other things because I'm like, I'm, I'm in it. And, and the coach came up to me and he was like, man, you are not leaving any room for error. He was like, you're not giving us any. He was like, and, and he was like, I, I like what you're doing. He was like, keep, keep working them. Don't, don't, don't ease up on them. I was like, I'm not because I got to eat. But that's that. So that's how it was. It was like every day, let's just get better. I couldn't do what other guys could do, but I could be, I could get all of my ability out. So, so that was it. All, all you know, I was gonna max out. I, I was, I was, 
you know, I can only get so strong. I can only be so quick. I can only be so fast. I can only do what I could do. And that was, that was not compared. And it was not, it had nothing to do with the guys around me to do. But so we were all trying to be as consistent as we could possibly be. So that's the mindset of it. So when you say, what was it like? It was just like a, it was like a, a normal work day. You put in the work and you expect to get the best out of yourself. And if we got the best out of ourselves, we knew we could play with anybody. And that's the thing that I still say about that secondary. That's why, I don't, again, I don't let people decide who they say is, is the best ever, but that group of guys that I played with, we have to be in the discussion. My 94 secondary has to be in the discussion because we could do anything. There is, there is not, there is not an offense out there. I don't want to hear about this, this passing league now and, and, the pass first teams and I don't, and I don't care. Guys didn't just get fast. The guys didn't just get big, but we had, we had across the board, we had five, six guys that could play man coverage. Mm. <laughs> well, mm. well, and if you get, when you have that, when, when you, when you have that, you've got two all pro corners. That's beyond a luxury. You got you got two all pro corners. You got a safety that can cover like a corner. You got two nickel guys. Um, you, your nickel guy came in. I mean, Tyron Draper got five picks for us that at that season. Um, Toy Cook, who was playing safety for us, like Murray was playing safety for us, had started ten years at corner, corner. in the league. Yeah. So you got Murden who had started at corner, playing safety. So, I mean, we had across the board, we had guys that could play man coverage. So we could, we could, we could play man, we could play zone, we could do whatever. And, and, and we had a bunch of guys that were veteran guys that understood football. So the coaches could put in all kind of crazy schemes and allow us to adjust on the fly, allow us to make the calls and, and tweak the defense accordingly to based on what offenses were doing and what we were seeing. Switch switch positions. I mean, we would we would do things like that based on what was going on, um, because we could. So that's that's the that's the main thing. Yeah, it, it's 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 always interesting when you you get into uh, these discussions and you know who's your best, who's your favorite, this, that, and the other. Um, but I, I mean, look, I, that that ninety four squad to me was, I mean. A who's who, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, that one of my favorite teams of, of all time in any sport, like period. And so, uh, you know, watching what you guys I like did. It too. Yeah, well, <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> I mean, just see seeing what you guys were able to do on the on the defense side of the ball and then, you know, seeing that offense, um, you know, the uniforms y'all wore that whole year. I mean, everything just sort of just just came together uh, for me and my fandom back then. So it was it was it was phenomenal. It was, it was it was fun to watch. Make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. Uh, you can hit us up on social media. I'm at R Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. That's on Twitter, but on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump in run so for my partner super bowl champion eric davis i'm rashawn haylock this has been the believe in 49ers podcast on the believe podcast network we will see y'all next week thank you for listening to believe 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.